You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's your turn, hit it! Well, it's Dave's Corner Garage coming to you live and somewhat clear. (laughs) I'm not supposed to say good morning. Cost you a dollar every time I say it. Unbelievable. <laughs> you just want a loony. Anyways, we're going to have a fantastic show today. Looks like London, England uh, out there Joining today. us is Carrie Schmidt, our favorite OPP sergeant. And here we're going to talk about the flooding that is up north in Bracebridge and Huntsville and northern Ontario. Apparently the water is starting to recede, but it's still serious. And now what happens is the cleanup. You know, there's a lot of contamination uh, in that stuff that's left over. And those sandbags, right? You put them on afterwards. they like- do them. Triple the weight level. Oh, really? Yeah, they're soaked. What do you do to sandbag after the event? You sell it on Kijiji. Yeah, I could do that with experience. With some water signed. You with make, some water you make your beach farted. bigger. What? I guess you can make your beach bigger. You make your beach. Alan, we could just sign them, you know, like, and like get, okay. autographs. Come and get them. <laughs> uh, Norris McDonald, famous writer from the Toronto Star. Actually, his articles are in the wheel section of what there is of the wheel section that's left. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's shrinking. Do you see the driving section and then. The uh, National Post. It's like one page now. Really? Yeah. Manufacturers have stopped really advertising. That's why radio well, cause, rules? Because yeah. oh, <laughs> all the ads are on the radio now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The newspapers are having a lot of trouble getting uh, national. It's car show. Back to it. Okay. Uh, Mike Filey is also going to join us. Uh, he's with the Thornhill Cruisers, and we're going to talk about May the twentieth, which is their first time that they're going to be up at the Canadian Tire Store, and the season starts. If it ever stop raining. <laughs> exactly. And if you have a problem. With your wipers give us a call right now yes our phone lines are open we have a special three for one wiper yeah. blade special going hey, on right now go to facebook.com forward slash dave's corner garage you can watch us live on facebook or you can pick us up later during the week and a big shout out to elaine campbell from abuse hurts she was the gal who was with us on last week talking about you donating your car to their organization it's abusehurts.ca uh if you donate your car you get a receipt and you do a lot of good speaking of baseball yes <laughs> Walkaway.ca. All right, go to davescornergarage.com and you can enter to win uh, tickets for the Jays Indians game in July. Yes. Uh, hotel accommodations at the Marriott Hotel yes. and a $100 gift card from the keg. So go do it now and we'll take your calls right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Don't go away. We'll lift sandbags while you're done. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We both have, all of us have hernias now from lifting up the sandbags. So uh, over, you, there. over to you, high voice, Dave Redinger. <laughs> Carrie Schmidt's with us, and uh, Carrie's up north talking about the uh, the terrible flooding that we've had. This is pretty rare. It's supposed to be a once in a hundred years of flooding like this. Oh, boy, I don't know. We talk about the once in a hundred year, year flood and once in a thousand year flood, and we've got these. Uh, Every two year floods now. 
What's that? Now they're every two years. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're happening all the time. Uh, Lake Ontario is uh, up again this year. Maybe not as high as it was last year, but the damage that's happened up in uh, cottage country, out towards Ottawa, out in Quebec, uh, lots of uh, water in that basin. It's all uh, feeding into these common uh, ri- water systems and uh, rivers that are just overwhelmed with volume. And the rain, it just doesn't seem to stop. We've had clouds and uh, rain coming down for the last couple of weeks. So I'm waiting for spring and yeah. some heat and some sun, but uh, not yet. Karen, if people are concerned about their properties, their cottages and whatever up north, are, are they able to just drive up and check them out or, or well, are the authorities sure. holding people back? There are some areas that where the roads are closed. They have reopened a few roads already. There may be different areas where the roads are washed out. If you're living on a private road that only has access uh, by uh, your own private contractors, it may not be in a municipal road. Who knows what kind of condition it could be in. Uh, there is actually uh, limitations on uh, sightseers and the visitors up into cottage country in several watershed areas where you are prohibited from actually navigating on these uh, lakes and streams because of the high water levels and because of the hazards. And obviously the lakes right now, not only are they flooded, but all the debris that is coming out of properties coming with this washout is just overwhelming uh, the water system. So uh, the last place you want to be is on the water in your boat and you hit a a log that's submerged uh, just sitting there floating or a dock that uh, you're going to drive right over. So Or an outhouse float by. That'd be something, eh? What's, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've seen boat houses totally lifted off of their foundations. Boats still inside these boat houses that wow. are now pressed up against the ceiling. Uh, all kinds of damage, and and now we've got fluid, we got septic systems, we got debris. There is all kinds of environmental issues that's going to have to be uh, remediated once the water levels uh, decline to a point where we can start cleaning up. But that could take weeks yet. Carrie, some of the highways like, you know, uh, 469, 118, 35, what are those like? Those are fine. Those are, okay. there's, no, uh, there's no road closures right now on the main highways going through uh, that area. Right. You're gonna, when you go over bridges, you're going to see high water levels. Uh, there may be some uh, restrictions in towns where the water levels are right up at uh, the bridges. There were some closures. Those have been reopened. I know in Bracebridge there was some closures there that have since reopened, uh, which is good. But it's going to take a while for it to get back to uh, normal levels. And during that time, obviously, it's still going to be dangerous. And uh, obviously, little ones and, and all of us, you've got to be careful out there. The water is uh, is unrelenting when it's uh, coming down Carrie, that kind of force. Uh, is there an increase in theft and pilfering, things like that? Do people break into these cottages because you can't get to them normally? Well, there's all... I, I don't know. There's always that potential. Sure, yeah. we do see break and enters that we don't know when they've happened. Very often, they only the cottage owners only find out about it when they go and visit their cottage for the first time. So yeah. it happens sometime between Thanksgiving and now. So uh, we will certainly want to keep uh, looters away and uh, and thieves out of uh, out of the way. But but Mother Nature has uh, a much bigger capacity to cause. Uh, destruction and uh, damage to properties. So uh, you're, you're, you may think your canoe's gone missing because it was stolen, but it may have just floated down the lake and sitting, uh, you know, the next lake over in some other neighbor's bush. You know, we so when we had the cottage back in the fifties, we used to never lock them because in the winter, a fisherman would go in or something, and the weather was bad. They usually leave fish in the fridge. Lovely, right? <laughs> and and they would spend the night or something to get out of the weather and just leave the place normally. But, yeah, you know. Well, it, 
Uh, I hope we still live in a society where we can trust one another and work yeah. together and be cooperative. But uh, you know, there are always uh, there's some always bad apples uh, with uh, with society, and and we need to protect ourselves as well and do the best you can. I just hope that when people do finally get up to their cottage, uh, the roads aren't washed out. They can still get in there. The cleanup won't be too bad. But the sand, even the sandbags become contaminated, uh, and they become essentially mm-hmm. useless, and, and uh, they need to be uh, cleaned and disposed of. In, in yeah, so what way. happens? You have to cut them apart and remove the sand? Yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> there's all this effort in uh, putting the sandbags together, but there's equally or even more so efforts required to actually clean up this system, clean up the the plastic sheets and the bags and the, wow. and the culverts and, and all the uh, retention that you have to keep these uh, these waters and these waves coming from crashing into your property. So, yeah, that's a, it's a huge responsibility. I wouldn't want to be in the insurance business. I'd be like, well, yeah, sorry, our lines are full. Hold for 20 days and we'll get yeah. back to you. You know, I was involved in a flood. Uh, we lost a car. We were washed off the road <laughs> by the river. Spent three days with locals in their home. But... The water is contaminated. It had oil yeah. in it, sewage in it. Uh, it had uh, uh, contaminants from um, uh, what do you call gas stations full of gasoline. Yeah. Everything yeah. washes out, and all these wild animals. There were snakes in the water. Uh, we were in West Virginia. There was there was even alligator warnings. Yeah. So, and, and when you're driving through water, uh, like when, when you got uh, flooded out yourself, you, you you drive in a position where you think you're safe and you yeah. have enough uh, clearance, and all of a sudden, boom. The, the ground leaves you, and you're now floating in a boat, which isn't a boat. And it's and amazing how many holes are in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the towels? Quick. Yeah, exactly. Close the windows. But again, that is dangerous, and, yeah. that, and that's scary because you, you, lose, you, you lose control. And uh, we just don't want people getting themselves into a jackpot where we need to come out and rescue you. We've told a lot of people for uh, areas that are, that are uh, vulnerable to flooding to evacuate. Uh, because again, if we have to go in and rescue someone, you know, it's putting uh, the emergency responders uh, in, in danger as well. We've had helicopters. We have officers in, in our own boat uh, patrolling the road because they're just completely swamped in uh, water and uh, going from house to house to make sure they're empty, make sure people are safe. Uh, you know, power uh, failures are, are often uh, prevalent in those areas. So if you have a water pump or a sump pump that you're depending on to keep the water out of the basement, uh, it may fail. And so, uh, again, that's uh, people want to do what they can to defend their property. Uh, but, again, uh, putting yourself at risk is, is a thing you need to be careful. Go. All right, Carrie, I want to thank you for joining in. And make sure you got the big rubber boots with you today. Oh, boy, yeah, I got my paddle. All right, cool. We'll Take get care, you back Harry. another time. Take care. All Have right, a great thank weekend. Thank you for your efforts. Thank you very much. Dave's Corner Garage is where you are. The phone lines are wide open, and Which we want to take deep, your calls. Is this the deep end or the shallow end? Well, you've got the sandbags. You tell me. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And just a reminder for Young Steel's Ford, this is a great deal. For all 2018, there's a 2018 clearance sale where you can save up to $17,000 off the MSRP on the F-150. So it's Young Steel's Ford 2018 clearance sale, $17,000, Jimmy. So that'd be like the trucks in stock. That's right, the trucks in stock. Okay. It's an F-150. You know what happens? Sometimes they'll buy uh, older models from other dealerships who can't move them. Oh, yeah? And they do. They're number one in the country. They are number one in the world, apparently. So it's Young Steel's Ford. Ask for Mark Silverman. Yes. We'll keep him busy today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Somebody's got a fan question. All right, we're going to go to our callers <laughs> first. Have you done this show for a while, or what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one uh, operating the phones, everybody. Hey, go ahead. 
Hello? Richard, go ahead. How can we help you? Yes, my fan, I had a blow up. I got a 2008 Grand Caravan. I had a problem with my fan. It stopped the car. The fan will run. After drive a little while, the fan will stop. Then it start running again. Then it stop. Then start running again. Now, wait a second. Is this the fan? Is the for the heater fan or is this the radiator yeah, fan? Yeah, fan for the windshield. Blowing air. Uh-huh. For the air condition and everything. Right. Yes. This is the problem. Start and go. Stop and go. Stop and go. Okay, I'll stop and go. Go ahead. Okay, hang on, Richard. Well, the first thing, or what you have to do is check for power at the fan motor, okay? Um, the fan motor is underneath the, the passenger side compartment. Right. Uh, you can get at the wire, put a, a test light on there or a, a multimeter, a voltmeter. See if you have power all the time because when you talk about it dropping in and out, you have to figure out why or what's stopping. Um, it could be that the brushes are short in the fan motor itself and you need a new fan motor or the power is not going to it all the time. The other thing we see as well on a number of vehicles is that the wiring will overheat and burn. Um, mm. It happens on the fan module, which is the part that controls the heat, um, the voltage. So that's where you have to start checking first. Don't just start throwing parts at it because it's going to get very expensive. You know, and it's interesting that the fan works all the time. It never shuts off. So if this car is, what, 10 years old, 11 mm-hmm. years old, that fan has been turning for 11 years. Well, how many miles it got on it? I don't know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but the reality is, is that smell, they never shut off because smell they want a positive pressure inside the cabin to avoid having exhaust fumes coming in. Mm-hmm. So the fan blows. There you go. Right? So more likely it's the fan motor probably is gone on this thing. Yep. There Thanks you for your call, Richard. You know, okay. I got a note the other day from, uh, actually from Mike Filey. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, you know, the immigration in, in the States about Mexico and the United States, where they don't. Is that a new story? Right. I haven't ever heard about yeah. that. They're going to build a wall. So really? in Florida, yeah, yeah, there's a problem with them finding lemon pickers because the lemon crop is oh. due. Mm-hmm. And now the lemon pickers, they can't find people to do this. Right. So there's a story about this gal named Sally. She comes in, and she apparently has a master's degree in sociology right. from a well-known university. Mm-hmm. She has a liberal arts degree from Michigan University, and she wants to apply for the job because she can't get any work. So she wants to be a lemon picker. She wants to be a lemon picker. Okay. She's so the tall? foreman says to her, what experience have you got in picking lemons? And she answers, well, as a matter of fact, I've been divorced three times. I've owned two Chryslers, and I voted for Donald Trump. But um, <laughs> she got the job. <laughs> Lemon tree, yeah. very pretty. Hey, interesting stuff. A little notice here from Honda mm-hmm. uh, on the Honda Odyssey. Apparently, 6,400 Odysseys, 18s and 19s, will shift into park while driving along. <laughs> Just by themselves. Yes. Are you now, serious? It's a serious problem. When the voltage drops, uh-huh. uh, the module decides that you shut the car off, and it actually will throw the thing into park. Now, is that strictly a technical service bulletin, or is no. there a recall? It's a, they, they will actually replace the transmission. Well, they will have to. If, yeah. <laughs> if it does go into park, that's for sure. So, so if, you're you, go, if you're going down the Spadina Expressway, yeah. or the Allen, whatever it's yes. called nowadays, and you do that, what, I mean, your transmission is like, ba-boom, right? Pretty much. But what happens? Does the car stop? Does yeah. it go right into park? Lot, well, the front wheels lock up. And where does, the, where does the driver go? Through the windshield? No, he's supposed to wear your seatbelt. Oh, you mean yeah. At 80 kilometers an hour, it goes into park right away? I had that happen. I had rear ends lock up with no oil in the rear end. <laughs> Sorry to hear about that. And it's like it slams on the brakes in the middle of the, You're in the middle of the highway on the live lane. And next thing and, you know, you've got a skid mark that's yeah, two miles long. Exactly right. Yeah, so that's why you need that lemon picker. So <laughs> if you've got a Honda Odyssey... 
2018 or 2019. Wow. Really make sure that you contact your Honda dealer, that you're not one of these people for the recall because your life could be at risk. Exactly. So check it out. A recall can't hurt. It's a free repair. Yes. And it's a nice way to, know, to meet your dealer again. <laughs> I haven't seen you for at least six years. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll take your calls right after this. And don't forget to enter for the contest from walkaway.ca. We'll be right back. Pass me the lemon, would you? I would. <laughs> And don't forget, as you uh, listen to the show, you can watch us on Facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. And you can watch Al, who's... Uh, why are you so close to he's me? He's waving now. He's Al waving. is now waving. And All he's right. going to do the drive. Okay. Uh, with us on the phone has joined us is Mr. Norris McDonald. If you go to the Toronto Star's wheel section, you'll see his beautiful picture. Norris, good morning. How are you? I'm just fine, Dave. How are you? Good. I, you know my philosophy, any day you wake up is a, a good day. great day. A great day, right? Exactly and right. And by the way, Dave, I, I didn't catch exactly what you said about the front page of today's Toronto Star Wheel section. Were you talking about my the beautiful pictures that yes, I took? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And beautiful picture. And, and you're going electric, are you? <laughs> hey, listen, I don't want to go full electric. No, no. But I am very, very, very intrigued and curious about the hybrid option. I did, uh, I did a test of the, uh, of the uh, Mitsubishi Outlander Ooh. this week. And I'll tell you, I think it's a swell car. And I think as this whole thing gets shaken out, mm-hmm. I think the hybrid option is the way it's going to go. I think, I think so, too. Right, yeah. You know, I, this way you don't have any range anxiety. You've always yeah. got that gas engine there. Absolutely. You can, yeah, and you can save money by driving on electric. Now, well, this vehicle, you can choose... Just for electric, eh? Well, you can... Uh, I was going to say, yes, this particular vehicle has really kind of got all options, mm-hmm. but I had the hybrid, and it's got, oh, maybe 35 to 40 Ks of uh, pure electric, and then the gas kicks in. Mm-hmm. So if you're just going to go over to the store, if you're going to the arena to the hockey game, you know, if you're just kind of peddling around your neighborhood, uh, you don't use any fuel. It's great. Well, mind you, you, yes, you do use fuel. We're using electricity. Electricity is yeah. fuel, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. You know, you're absolutely right. And yet they're going to stop making the Chevy Volt. Well, you know, it, who knows what is in deep in the minds of the automobile companies yeah. and, the, and the direction that they want to go to carve out uh, their particular uh, niche. You know, I mean, look at Ford. Ford, a year ago, announced it was going to get out of small cars, and it was just going to pump out SUVs and light trucks. And then just last week, it partnered with, uh, with uh, an electric... Uh, yeah, Rivian. Uh, yeah. And, and so they're now kind of taking a little bit of a shift in which way they're going to go. Now, mind you, I think ultimately that they want to turn the F-50 series, F-150 series, into electric trucks. Yes. So we're going to see how that goes. Really? That yeah. would be something. What do you think the reaction would be with a, you know, you're going to get a truck, but it's going to be electric? Well, you know something? For people who drive trucks like me mm-hmm. in suburban areas, um, who need something to take junk to the dump every now and again, uh, it's probably going to go over quite well. I don't know about the rural folks. You know, the no. old uh, uh, cowboy, uh, you know, kind of culture that uh, uses a pickup truck to, uh, you know, halt, uh, you know, their sheep and to pull their horses around and stuff like that. I don't know. 
Yeah, Sheep? but interesting question. But, but, Sheep, but generally, people like to save money whenever they can, and if you can get uh, you can save a few shekels on running on electric, I think people would switch. You know way. what I do? The downside here is this technology is current now, right. and, and in a year and a half, two years from now, it's going to be not current anymore. It's, I dig to Biffer. I, th- I think it's here. I think it's here. It's got to be here. No. Well, no, but hold on, because at, at, if, if you waited through to the end of the second half of my article today, mm-hmm. um, I went into an, a, a big examination of charging stations. Right. We're and, 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 you know, do you ever watch those U.S. Uh, television commercials about pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that say... <laughs> Side effects uh, are a minute this, and a half long. this thing. It's, a, it's the most wonderful drug in the world. It's going to save your life. But in the meantime, it could raise your blood pressure, give you suicidal thoughts, and all of this sort of stuff. Well, I was reading a manual mm-hmm. for this hybrid, and I, I'll tell you, it scared the living daylights out of me because <laughs> there's so many things that you can't do when you're fooling around with electricity. Like, for like example, what? I pulled into a, a charging station over here at the Peel Public Works Yard just to plug in, right. see, get an experience. And I'm sitting in the car, and I got the fast charger. I'm sitting in the car, and I'm reading the manual, and it says, if you're hooked up to a fast charger, don't sit in the car, because there could be a, it didn't come right out and say, it could electrocute you, but that was kind of the general message. And so I jumped out of the car, and I thought, gee, here I am saving the planet. Yeah. And I might get fried at the same time. I mean, that would cause anal leakage for sure, eh? <laughs> you know? Well, that could be a real problem. <laughs> but the other right. thing too is, what about it when if it's rainy, right? If it's well, raining if out it's and you're raining, yeah. if it's if it's heavy winds, you're not supposed to plug these things in. Oh God! Um, there's all sorts of negatives. Plus the fact that I was driving around and there are thousands of cars on the road on the weekend. It's mm-hmm. when people get out to do their shopping, you know, go to the food store. Mm-hmm. Kind of catch up on all the stuff that they had to do during the week that they didn't have time to do when they were working, and where, you know, if I need gas, I can see an SO or a Shell or a Petro Canada sign a mile away. Try to find one of these par- charging stations. Yes, that's right. You have to have an app, yeah. and then they're not even accurate either. One of the apps that I have right in my phone right now tells me there is a charging station right in the parking lot of the Whole Foods supermarket at Square One in Mississauga. I dare anybody to find it. Yeah. <laughs> you realize we're going to get 20 people calling up going, we're here, where's Norris? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know something, but there you go. Can you imagine have 20 people waiting in line for one charger? Wow. I mean, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff, you know. And they're 25 minutes to an hour per, per charge. Well, the thing is, there's a lot of stuff that's not adding up here. And I was saying to my wife the other day, you know, one of these days, somebody is going to have the time uh, from one, from a major media, whether it's, it's the CBC, and take away the politics of this stuff mm-hmm. and really go out and do an in-depth look of what's going on here. Because everybody is going electric. They are pumping millions of cars out that are either electric or hybrid. And yet, if you don't own a house with a garage... You're in trouble. You have problems. we got to go, right, Norris. we got to run. Uh, okay. Thank you for joining us uh, this week. It was delightful talking to you. And, and we'll uh, catch your next article in the sun, in the, tr- in the star, right? That's the wheel section. And you can use the acronym RTFM. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. 
Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. It is a uh, great weekend to go get a car. And speaking of which, uh, just a reminder, boom, boom, boom. Young's, Young Steel's Ford. Yes. Children. Young Steel's Ford for today only on 2018 uh, F-150s, you get a clearance sale of worth $17,000 off an MSRP on an F-150. Now, those are brand new trucks, right? Brand new trucks. 2018s at Young Steel's Ford, 17K. Cool. Do you know, I was watching the other day, we were talking about F-100s, which were the original pickup trucks. Right, right. Were called F- Actually, they were called F- F-100s. And uh, then there was the F-200. So they decided that they had needed a model in between the two of them, and they came out with a... 150. A 150. Get out of town. It came out to be the most popular vehicle ever built in North America. Well, no effing way. Effing right. Okay, speaking <laughs> of brakes. And speaking of RTFMs, <laughs> yes. I got an email the other day. It says, I used to service the brakes on my car once in the spring and once in the, in the fall. Mm-hmm. We don't service brakes anymore, according to the manual. What do you think about that? I think it's wrong. I mean, the, the manual actually says you don't need to do that. No, just inspect. Okay. Well, no, that's wrong because what happens is we see a lot of it. There's certain cars, and I, top of my head, I just can't remember which, but a lot of times the pads will seize in the in the actual yes, calipers. Yes, because they're aluminum, yeah. Yeah, and because of that rust and the pads being locked into place, they don't wear properly. So you have a situation where two pads are doing the work of what four pads should be doing. Um, and they wear out prematurely, and they cause overheating, all kinds of problems. So it is, it really, at least check them um, at least twice a year, probably service them at least once. Yeah, when your tires are getting changed. Exactly. The wheels yeah. are off. I mean, it's such an easy thing to do. So when the wheels are off, just say, hey, check my brakes, make sure everything's working as it should, and if not, service it. It's going to save you money in the but, end. You know, a lot of these cars, like the people that don't change their tires, change the oil once a year. Like right. my wife's Mercedes is once a year oil changes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm going a year has gone by, and those brakes haven't been looked at. Right, and that's why those longer intervals really aren't any good at all, no. I, I think. No. Yeah, but if you're not driving that much, if you're doing maybe 10K a year, do you that's really have to do your brakes that much? Well, that, that becomes a problem. I had a car in yesterday that was it was it was five years old, had 25,000 kilometers on it, and, and, and oh. I had to do pads and rotors because of the lack of use. Ah. Because cars are made to be driven, not to sit around, and yeah. especially in days like today uh, where it's in the driveway and it's damp. You know, you, you can't put a protective coating on a brake rotor. Um, it's going to rust. It's bare That's metal. Right. Remember in the grind in the morning, we used to call that morning sickness. Morning sickness, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, and there's an article here from Blackbook. Blackbook is uh, used in the industry to, to price your car. So they go to auto auctions and, and websites. And, and in other words, when you're trading your car in or the bank is going to loan you money on your car, mm-hmm. they'll go to a company like Blackbook and they'll say, well, you know, your car is in this condition, so it's worth X amount of dollars. Right. Now, they're talking about used cars, even though there's a glut of used cars coming in from all the leasing that's been done, right. are remaining high. Prices now, are strong? Prices are very, very strong. Part of that is because the American dollar mm-hmm. is so strong compared to our Canadian dollar, and there's a lot of Americans buying stuff and shipping it down to the U.S. Oh, so so <laughs> they're taking the majority of our used cars? Yeah, we have a we have a problem. You know, like Canadians are stuck into buying new cars mm-hmm. because used cars are expensive. A few bucks more, you get a brand new car, and it comes with a finance package, and it comes with warranties, and it comes with all the good things. Well, it's so, funny, but with the you know the 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 money borrowing rates or the leasing rates are so low. So many people yeah. opt end up going with newer. Plus, well, so where they advertise it now, they're advertising it weekly. Yeah, soon can you imagine? Soon it'll be daily. It costs you five dollars a week. Well, well a hold day on. for a Ford. The reason we do it 
uh, biweekly is because you get another payment in there. It's so also pay- people's paychecks, too. Right. It's 26 payments a year huh. versus uh, 12 payments a year. So it's a little bit different. You get an extra payment. We're going to do the math during the break. <laughs> yeah, I used to teach that Five stuff when I was teaching. Five carry the two times 24. Four gazenta. Can you do the gazentas? Davescornergarage.com. Go on the website during this break and register to win tickets to go see the Jays and a great contest from walkaway.ca. From Dave's Corner Garage, phones and Mike Filey coming up next. Don't go away. All right, this is Getty Lee. When I'm in town, I listen to Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> That's when he's going to the baseball game. Little humor there. He's a big fan. <laughs> Huge fan. Big, big fan. Yes. Okay, are we back on the air? Yeah. Uh, do they All call right. it baseball because of, he plays the bass and he's See got you, a, a big bass collection? Sabala been very, very good to me. Okay, get on with it. <laughs> so it's not All right, Mike Foley's on the phone. Mike, you all know, was on this radio station many years ago. And I, Mike, are you still on the show? <laughs> he's on right now. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure if I'm supposed to be there or not. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Mike, it was fun while it lasted. You're with the Thornhill Cruisers, who we've been promoting for years and years and years and years. A group of fun guys who have old and classic cars who meet at the Canadian Tire Store and tell stories. Have you I got know, it? One of the first people from, from the station that used to come out to our show and do it remote, actually, was yes. Jimmy Paulson. Jim Paulson, right. The late Jimmy Paulson. And yeah. uh, it, it was great. He would do remotes on his phone. <laughs> back to the station uh, when we were located at Steeles and Bayview. Uh, and Jimmy just loved the old cars, so you know we have, we have quite a connection with uh, AM740. Usually it's a long weekend. Where are you going to be this year? Uh, we've, well, last year, no, two years ago, we moved once again, but now uh, apparently we're in our uh, a location that will last for a while, and that's at uh, Major McKenzie. And 404. There's a big Canadian Tires. Canadian Tires have been very good to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been several locations where the Canadian Tire franchise owner has says, come come and use our lot. And it, as it turns out, this time, it'll be 404. Uh, let's see, we're on the north side of 404, yep. uh, just about, no, sorry, the north side of Major McKenzie. That'd be a long north of you, north also, of the 404. <laughs> yeah, I was going to the wrong place. Be in Lake Simcoe. <laughs> No, we're on the north side of Major Mac uh, at 404 and the big Canadian tire lot. Oh, yeah. And I, let me tell you something. When when we went there, my wife saw all the flowers for sale. It cost me 200 bucks to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> so I can well, understand why the Canadian Tire Store wants you people, because you, well, you are a draw. I mean, I mean these, these cars are actually beautiful machines, well taken care of, and you guys obviously know what you're talking about. So it's interesting. And it's amazing the number of people that after they come in and uh, listen to your show and then they come and see the cars will go out and find one for themselves because it's so different than day to day back and forth to work, you know, where everything is, everybody's mad at everybody to just sit with a bunch of people who have um, old cars and just love to talk about old cars. Yeah, that's right. You were talking about something called a rollerboat? Oh, yeah. I wanted to do a segue into my column this coming Sunday, seeing you got the star guy on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do the Sunday Sun. But as it turns out, my column for this Sunday, tomorrow, is actually transportation-related. It is not about a car. It is about a thing called a rollerboat. And what's interesting about a rollerboat, it was a Canadian invention that went nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it went somewhere. It actually went under the Gardner Expressway. 
This is a guy named Fred Knapp who decided to create a vessel that would be impervious to rough seas, and it would roll across the top of the water, and people and freight would be inside in a kind of squirrel cage affair. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, it, it was built at the foot of Sherburne Street, and uh, they took it out into the bay, and they pushed it out into the water, started the steam engine, the thing started to rotate and rotate, and ro- but went nowhere. <laughs> so he was in the middle of the bay for about uh, four or five hours and suddenly realized this probably ain't such a great idea. So it sunk? Well, it, over the next few, now this is 1897, over the next uh, 20, almost 30 years, it kept moving around the bay. Every time they filled the waterfront in, uh, they would take this um, great big, it's 110 feet long, great big cylinder, and they would bury it someplace else, and then they'd have to dig it up and bury it someplace else as the waterfront was, uh, uh, new buildings went up. And finally, it wound up almost at the foot of Sherburne. Mm-hmm. And uh, may I suggest, if you get the sun, or if you, even if you go online, you'll see somebody has come up with an exact location uh, at the foot of Sherburne. And if you dig down, there it is, rusting hulk called Knapp's Rollerboat. Fascinating. Wow. There you go. Canadian yes. what, what I found... Particularly fascinating one, he is all, uh, Fred Knapp had sold the concept to the United States Navy because at the time they were anticipating war with Spain in Cuba and they couldn't get enough troops there in a hurry. So what they said to Fred, if you can make this thing work, we'll load a huge one up with a thousand troops and we'll give you a bunch of money. And ever since then, we've been making models to see if they would actually work. We got to run. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. We'll be looking for your article tomorrow in the sun. May the 20th, we start with our cruiser car club. Roll, right, roll, thank you. roll your boat gently down the street. Merrily, 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 merrily. We got to go. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've all stopped singing, thank God. We did, we did too. I like the boat. Well, we're going to take a trip down, uh, down to QE now, and we're going to go to Hamilton, where we're going to talk to Kim, who's got a question about tires or wheels. What's going on, Kim? Hello, guys. Thanks Hi. for taking my call today. No problem. I've got, uh, I've got my winter tires stored at a, a tire place. Yep. And they're not on rims. No problem. It's costing me a, a fortune. So I'm wondering what you would rec- recommend for winter rims for my winter tires. So you're just uh, talking I, about the I, changeover costing you lots of money, right? Well, if they're on rims, it's less money than mm-hmm. them having to take off the rims that I'm driving on now. Correct. And, right. So... I see ads for, you know, 50-something dollars from Walmart or uh-huh. Canadian Tire or something. I'm thinking, like, is the cheapest the best? Probably not. Well, no, you know what? As far as a steel wheel, I mean, we just call them, you know, steely wheels. I mean... Steeler's wheel. They're not <laughs> stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. Um, how, what what year is your car? What kind of car is it? It's a 2012 RAV4. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, how and how long do you plan on keeping the car? Oh, much longer. I uh, I love it. It's running well. It's no, well, they're supercars. No, I'm just asking because I'm trying to do the math here, and I'm not good at ciphering, eh? Um, but I'm uh, not <laughs> uh, but if you're keeping the car for at least another four years, it certainly will pay for itself. You can go with the inexpensive ones. Um, they'll be fine. I mean, they're only on the car for six months at a time. Um, but you know, get a price first because it, it's not like like if it's a 15 inch wheel. There's a, there's a bolt configuration, and all that has to match up. So before you just buy them, get a price first. And, yeah, they'll, I would imagine 50 bucks, maybe $75. Make a recommendation. The now, there is another issue you might have, Kim. My oh. name is, is called a TPMS sensor. Mm-hmm. Some, okay, of these, some of these cars have a sensor in the rim itself that tells the air pressure 
the computer how much air pressure is in the in in the tire. So, Thank God, my car is old enough not to have that. Then you got nothing to worry you got about. Nothing at all. to worry about. You're, you're <laughs> so, what would go. you what would you recommend? A kind of a rim for her to get? Just a, a cheap steel rim is fine. Just for right. the winter, it's perfect. How much? Roughly 50, 60 bucks, I think. Yeah, about, yeah. Plus, it saves you a little bit of money when you get your. Or tires just go changed. to you know, go to a yeah. local car wrecker. Phone up the wreckers. There's a website called oh, yeah. car-parts.com. Okay. Go to that site, punch in your car, and you're going to find more rims than you can shake a stick at. All right. Well, thank you very much. So then the, the tire place that I have my tires at for storage, which is outrageously expensive, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to charge me then to put them on the rims, right? Yeah. You'll yeah. put them on the rims once. Yeah, but you're only paying home. the one time. Exactly. Yeah. And then take them yeah. home. Then it saves oh, like then it saves you money, and you can buy a nice bottle of uh, Pinot, yeah. Pinot Grigio. Chianti. Oh, there you go. Well, See? thank you very much for your help, fellas. Thank you're you. welcome. Thanks for calling. Have go a great Tiger weekend. Cats. Oski Wee Wee. <laughs> By the way, uh, just before we go, Mercedes has decided to stop selling smart cars. That was a smart idea. Yeah. It was a smart idea. I have a smart car. I think it's a great car. You love now it. Now it's a classic. But uh, the last bunch they did was uh, electrics only, uh, and they didn't sell many. I think they sold 300 units in the whole year. Mm-hmm. So they sold the company to a Chinese organization who is redesigning the smart car and bringing it back in 2022. And it'll oh, cost really? More. Is that the plan? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What was that car rental company you could use in downtown Toronto? Uh, all they car had to go. Car, car to, to go, go, that's right. right. And you know what? They couldn't do it because the city was charging them so much for parking. They had a flat rate for parking per ah. car. $2,500 a vehicle. Wow, crazy. And, and so these guys said, thank you very much. We're leaving. We can't make so any money. They, they're only in BC, mm-hmm. in, in, in Vancouver. And the last thing I was going to tell you was a Tesla brought out the Model 3. And remember, you couldn't buy a cheap one. Right. Now they brought one out for below $45,000 by one buck because the federal government has decided to give you $5,000 if you buy one of these things. Mm-hmm. The only downside is it's not a normal 3. It'll only go 150 kilometers on a charge. Well, Ooh. so, but basically that would get you to work and back. I agree. And I'm sure there's some six-year-old kid who's already figured out how to make it all normal again. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Teslas. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a sophisticated, nice car. Really I drove is. into, a, a buddy of mine's got an SUV Tesla. <whistles> nice. Mm-hmm. Jason Spetsu plays for the Dallas Stars. He's got one. Court big shot. Little your buddies, the yeah, best buddies. You know anybody like who's, who's poor? But you want a ticket. <laughs> yeah, you can me. Never, but you can never get tickets. <laughs> he scored last night. Cool. That was a tough game. It was. was. Lease looked good, too. Oh, yeah, oh sorry. They're out of it. <laughs> Their motto is, okay, next year. And the Raptors. How All are right, Raptors I want to thank uh, Gary Schmidt for uh, joining us today. And, yeah. and if you got a cottage up north, check with local authorities before driving up because you may not get in. Yes, and then make sure your insurance company uh, knows that you're going up there also. I wanted to find out if you got an electric car. It must, can't be any good in the flood, eh? They might Shocking news. Yeah, really. And even a gas one. If you don't know how deep the water is, don't drive. Because Thank you to Norris uh, McDonald and, of course, Mike Filey. And again, thanks to Sebastian for working the board. Steve, thanks for coming. Al. And thanks to all our viewers on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, facebook.com forward slash daveskornergarage.com. Okay, and you got it all. Have a nice weekend. Goodbye, everybody. Remember to keep the shiny side up. And, and the, the greasy, greasy side down. down. Or row, row, row your boat. One more course? You got time. <laughs> roll, come on. Roll, 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 roll. Gently down the stream. <laughs> merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.